1: It's time to talk money.
2: How dare
3: you? I want you to panic. I want you to feel the fear I feel every day.
0: It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. We need to eat the babies. You have stolen my dreams. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. <clears throat>
4: We've got the Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here on the Financial Guys radio network. And we are going across all of our networks today today. And uh, so if you do want to join us, we do have wide open phone lines. We're here to take your calls and questions. one 800 skits one six nine two three six. A little bit of a hoarse voice just being on the phone constantly all week.
5: i, uh, trying I to reach never out. never talked so much in my life as <coughs> no. I have in the last two weeks.
4: I think you to hear Mike. Oh, thanks, Mike. Mike just uh, passed me out. a throat lodgings here, so we'll, uh, we'll do the best we can. Uh, we have been, honest to gosh, on the phone probably 24-7, it seems, all week long, doing the best we can to reach out to folks uh, that are clients and, and folks that are just calling us that are from the community. And we're here for, for you if you need us. Certainly reach us and use us as a resource uh, at uh, 833-FIN-GUYS. Of course, you can always reach us here in the air as well at one eight hundred 616 We're going to kind of roll the same show today back as we did last week with one slight difference. Uh, we are going to talk to... Um, John Thur, a chartered financial analyst here in the first hour. We're going to talk to Paul Meeks in the second hour, also a Charter financial analyst. We'll be joined today as well uh, by Dave Merriacher, one of our other portfolio managers who's been a frequent guest on with the Financial Guys for the last bunch of weeks as well. The other thing we're going to do, and we're going to start off with this, we're going to talk about uh, some of the economic damage that is being done. And before you jump all over us and say, how dare you guys put economics before life? And uh, they're not doing that. I don't think those things are mutually exclusive. But what I want to highlight to folks is that I think we have taken a little bit of an irrational approach. And I want to read some of the messages that we have gotten from business owners in our community. I want to read some of the messages that I have gotten from other people in different communities across the country. Remember, this this show goes out to multiple markets and multiple uh, 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 regions throughout the, uh, throughout the East Coast. And uh, I want you to hear that side of it. I don't know that we need to be mutually exclusive with crushing the economy in order to save ourselves health-wise. And, you know, it's interesting because... You know, when you, when you think about like the construction industry, right? We have a construction project that we'd like to do in our office. No one's really in our office. I mean, we, we're open. We're on a skeleton crew. We're on volunteer basis. We're not allowing the public in, but this is a part of the office that we could totally rope off, right? We can completely separate it from anything else. These construction guys, by the way, are friends of mine. They get together every single weekend and have beers. Okay, so they're already together. Well,
5: and, right? and they can work within the six foot, loop, right? They don't all need to be next to each other. Right? Sure, but, um,
4: but my, my point is, though, but they are already. Yeah, they're already. Right? They're, yeah, they're hanging yeah. out on the weekend. Yeah. They're all buddies. They work, you know, right, they, right now, I, you know, they can't even, they Cannot pick up a project. If they do, it's a ten thousand dollar fine, right? So construction workers in the state—we'll talk about the Wall Street Journal article—are are real you know, pushing to go back to work. You know, I just don't understand. You know, I get it, right? We don't want anyone to get sick. We don't want anyone to be needlessly uh, ill or, or God forbid, die. And and we actually have a, a a friend of ours through another friend that is is in ICU right now, right? So this hits us too, right? This is uh, this is serious stuff. There's no question about it. And we should all be very concerned to take it very seriously. But explain to me why we keep the liquor store open as an essential business, but we close the dry cleaner. You know, who makes the decision on which to pick and choose which businesses? Let me ask you this. Is it safer to go to the liquor store with all those people crammed in there? Because I had a friend who did that and said, oh, my God, when it was packed. Or is it safer to drop by the dry cleaners to just drop off a a pair of clothes when you're one on one?
5: Right. And, and look, at I, I think it's its important to notice that we're, or to recognize that we're not saying you just recklessly open everything back up tomorrow, right? We get that, right? And we understand the safety of it. But I will say, on a federal level and a state level, we have to start to talk about a plan to get there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially in the business community, you know, where it's so difficult when you're saying one day, okay, you're open, you're not open, you're 25%, you're 50%, you're 100%. People need to understand the game plan. And, and, I, and again, we get the health aspect of this. I will say, though, that... <clears throat> We've got to be very careful and proactive to get this thing back open as quick as possible, right? I mean, if we want healthy America, Mm -hmm. we need to have money to do that, really, truly, Mm -hmm. right? And I know some of you folks will say, yes, you do, right? Uh, We do not want to prolong this any longer than we have to. We understand, but you've got to get a game plan in place on a state and a federal level. So you can start to set some expectations for these business folks, right? Mm-hmm. The other thing is, busy week, right? We had $2.2 trillion stimulus plan that's been approved. And I can't help but think there's going to be some abuse in that plan, right? And really, truly, my question is, and we'll comb through it over the next week or two here, where's that money going to go to, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when you're talking about who got hurt in this mess, it's we're a service economy. Mm-hmm. We're looking at restaurants that are closed, Right. You're looking at businesses that are closed. I mean, you said this. We're operating, but a lot of people are operating from home. We got phone lines going everywhere and all that stuff, right? Um, but the bank didn't call us, as far as I know, and say, "Hey, Mike and Glenn, just so you know, your uh, your mortgage. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just just hold off on that building, right? Oh, yeah, right. Um, the, the restaurant, right? They they'll rent, right? Mm-hmm. The people who own that plaza that the restaurants in, they they owe, they've got a mortgage in that building, right? So. I, you know, where's this all going to go? And my fear with the stimulus plan is it's not going to go to the people that need it the
4: most. Well, what we, what we know so far and the stuff that I have read is that they're extending unemployment for an additional 13 weeks. Okay, we already have unemployment, right. so that'll, end on, that'll help on the back end. That's a good thing. That's a positive, right? Um, we also know that they're going to extend an extra 600 hours a week for the next, I think it's six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. That will help too. It'll help the workers. But here's who it doesn't necessarily help. The business owners will have the ability to take out a loan. And they, those loans may or may not be converted to a grant, right? But with those those business owners that take out those loans, unless they have uh, some idea of when this might open, and not to knock any of the politicians, look, they're doing the best they can to. We get it. I mean, certainly we're going to take our shots here and there. I think Como actually did uh, some positive things in this last press conference, yeah, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, I think, you know, he he talked about some of the positive. I think for some of these politicians – they don't have any real-life business experience. And, you know, and I don't mean that in a, in a mean way. What I mean is that they don't have the confidence and the faith in the free market system like I do and like Mike does, right? We know that if if there's a call put out for 30,000 ventilators, if that's what New York State needs by next week, I am confident in America's manufacturing ability for a business or multiple businesses to step up and to make that happen, Right. You heard Governor Cuomo say during his press conference in the past hour that the president has enacted war powers to command businesses to shift manufacturing if needed,
5: but he hasn't had to. No, he hasn't. They've all Be- stepped up. Because of of
4: exactly. Yeah. That's that's a huge positive out of this, that you, you're watching the free market, and I hope that gives people some confidence in the free market right you look at the the owner mike lindell of my pillow right if you don't know his story go read up on his story you want to talk about literally a living on the streets to have being a super successful business he shifted gears and has already produced in his manufacturing facilities over two million face masks for our medical workers that's amazing. Crazy. That's yeah. a huge positive, right? And he's doing the best he can, like a lot of businesses are, to keep their doors open, to find other work for their guys. Are there other things that my folks can do? Are there things that the construction guys can do in the meantime so that they don't get laid off or the business doesn't go under? And business owners are doing the best that they can, right? Now, we just heard that Mark Poland cars, you know, a couple of bars were open, AJ's and Clarence Hollow and another one I didn't catch the name of. Right now, they should, nobody. I'm not saying they should go out and violate the order, and they they should have been shut. But let's not, you know, now refer them to the liquor authority right. and put them out of business, right. like. All you're doing is you're just compounding the problem. You're, you're, you're rubbing salt in a wound. You know, that business is one that we're going to need yeah. when we talk a, a bunch of weeks from now. And
5: I think it's important for folks to recognize that these people, these business owners, are up at night worried. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do, right? The stress and anxiety they're going through right now is unmeasurable, right? And I would say, by the way, if you're still collecting a paycheck... make sure you do your best to try to go out and take take out or do whatever you can right to support some of these local places if you're in a position where you're still getting cash flow do what you can you know you may say you know i never go out to eat okay go out to eat if you can right start to help some of these local places to you know to keep them going what uh, cuomo did mention which was a positive is the the fact that and this is uh i don't don't know if it's specifically this test but Abbott laboratories came out with a test that uh they, they said now we're they're able to home test you and get results within five minutes, right? And they're talking about um, they're talking about turning fifty thousand of them a day out, right? That is a game changer. That really is. So if we can start to game change this thing to say, okay, we can home test, we can figure out who's got this, and we can move on. That is a game changer, and it was a positive out of Andrew. Again, on a state and a federal level, though, yeah, we absolutely need some leadership as to what is the game plan to get this back. And I think you can piecemeal it back, right? It's not going to sure. be you can't open it recklessly. We understand New York City's a hotbed, okay? Well, that's the last to go. I will say, and you're right about this, we're flying people all in and out of the world in New York City still. You yep. either shut it down or you don't. Right, right? exactly. And, I mean, look at it. We, we've got mailmen delivering mail, but you, we can't open up, we can't do a, right. a, a construction project with three workers mm-hmm. 18 feet apart from each other right. and our office is closed. That does not make any sense. And you definitely at some point have to open up the economy. You have to. No you doubt. can't turn this thing into a Great Depression. All
4: right, we're going to take a very short break. We're going to open the phone lines to you. We're going to talk with Paul Meeks on the other side. And then I'm going to read some of these... Uh, Uh, Messages that we've gotten from the business community. I want you guys to hear from them as well. Your mic we got to fix during the break. It's modulating. I don't know. It's cutting in and out for some reason. We'll take a look at that. We'll uh, see if we can't get that repaired. If not, we'll we'll, uh, grab another mic. So anyway, if you want to join us, 1-800-616-9236. 1-800-616-9236. Don't forget, we do manage money for a living. If you need us, give us a call at the office, 833-FIN,
5: guys. Uh, Before I forget, at 3 o'clock, you can go online, and I'll get the instructions on how to sign up for this. Jay Blanchard's going to be doing a live Zoom Zoom meeting if you lost your job or you're laid off you have a lot of some things you might be able to do with your 401k plan so i would encourage you to sign up for this on the other side of the break we'll have the instructions
4: all right very short break you've got the financial guys we'll be right back on the financial guys radio network
0: you're listening to the financial guys to reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at Star 930.
4: Back, you've got the Financial
0: Guys, Glenn Wiggle, Here's Mike Lomas. Glenn Wiggle and Sorry.
4: Mike Lomas. Too early? All right, welcome back. You've got the Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here on the Financial Guys Radio Network, and again, if you want to join us here on the air one eight hundred six one six nine two three six, 616 9236 and if you need us throughout the week, you can always use our website as a resource at thefinancialguys.com. You can follow us on social media. We are all over the place uh, when it comes to uh, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube. You can uh, listen to our podcast as well. If you haven't heard our podcast, it's basically like a, a Mike and I monologue for about 20 or 30 minutes uh, with no holds barred. So if you want the unedited version of uh, the Financial Guys, you can uh, check out our podcast where great podcasts are found. Um, for our workshop at three o'clock. It's a virtual workshop. Uh, you can go to our website, the financial guys.com under TFG Academy. You will find the link to sign up. You will get a link in the via email to you that you will click on to open up the zoom meeting. Some of the things that our office has done, I, I'd like to just talk about. And then we'll, we'll, I want to read some of these business owners. Uh, well, by the way, messages. if you're a business owner out
5: there, we'd love to hear from you. If you're going through struggles, yeah. I think it's important. We'd love to hear from
4: you. Yeah. You still got mic issues. So sure. we'll have to do something about that. I don't know what the issue is, but, uh, Something's not, it might be the mic, which is unfortunate, but anyway, we'll get that fixed. Um, so in our office, we, you know, we obviously try to follow the rules the best we can. We are an essential business. So for those that say, you should be close too, guys, we are, we manage money, right? So you tell that to somebody who wants to take a check out or needs a distribution. Well, we do right? banking too. We, we do also banking. do banking. We also do insurance. We're insurance brokerage, right? Things like that. So you don't want to get into a car accident, call your insurance agent and find out that nobody's there to take your call, right? So, you know, we're doing all those things to, but here's what we have done, right? So we, two weeks ago now, When Governor Cuomo came out and said no more than 10 uh, people together, and that was a recommendation from the CDC. We canceled all of our group things, right? So we followed the rules throughout the week. Wednesday, we sent half of our workforce home. The week prior to that, actually, we sent home some folks that we considered to be essential to our business to keep them safe and the business operational. So some of our key employees that were instrumental to the day-to-day operations of our business but weren't necessarily required to be uh, forward-facing with clients, those folks went home to self-quarantine to make sure they can continue to operate. By midweek, basically, when Como said 50% you know, shutdown, we went to a volunteer uh, office uh, staff.
5: Well, we made sure we were under the 50 first. Then, well, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. Well, well, we're under 50, I think, employees. begin with. Yeah, yeah. We're close no, to that. No, no, 50%. Oh, 50%. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and we didn't have to follow the 50%. Thing. No. I want to be clear about that because we were essential business. But yep. we did mm-hmm. because at that time, the essential businesses were unclear, but we knew we had to operate. Most of our folks right now are working from home. So we're not, and as, as of Monday of this week, we made the decision to basically not allow any outside traffic into our office, including our existing clients. Got to be honest, some of our existing clients were a little bit upset about that, right? Yeah. They wanted to come in. Um, so oh, we have it's switched a, gears. It's
5: historically a face-to-face business, right? right? People want to see you, yep. Right. So Money. we switched
4: gears, and what we did was we... Um, We went to Zoom meetings like we're doing today at three o'clock. So, you know, we were already set up for it, fortunately, and we embrace technology. So we're able to still do face-to-face meetings with uh, not only our existing clients but also with new uh, new folks that are are looking to either move money over or just are concerned and want their you know someone to look at their portfolio because they don't have
5: anybody. Yeah, Uh, let me just add to this too. If you call in, you want a complimentary consultation, you want to have a Zoom one-on-one meeting. Our intentions are to get you going with our homework. And then get back together after you know after this is all over and be able to meet face-to-face for sure.
4: Of course. All right, let's slip in a call. If you need us throughout the week again, 833-FIN-GUYS. If you want to call us at the office, 833-FIN-GUYS. Let's go to uh, Tony on a cell phone. We'll slip him in before the bottom of the hour here. Tony, you're live with the Financial Guys. How are you?
6: Yeah, I am a small business owner.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: And uh, we are an essential business. We got the letter. And uh, we're still working, although... Some Of our crew can't work because they have children at home with pre existing conditions and they don't want to jeopardize their health.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: So, uh, but we're doing pretty well.
4: Good, that's good, good to hear. What uh, business are you in? Do you mind just telling the industry? You don't have to plug the business, but contractor, you are a contractor, so you're still able to do business.
5: Yep, I wonder how they're deciding who, who gets yeah, to, what's to do the difference business.
4: Because yesterday we saw an article, and maybe they changed this, and correct me if I'm wrong, but. We yesterday, the Wall Street Journal came out with an article talking about how construction folks are trying to get back to work. Is, are you different than construction?
6: Uh, well, we have integrated uh, systems where we, uh, part, uh, a lot of our business is involved in uh, the essential covers under the essential. Uh,
4: gotcha. Well, I'm glad to hear that. So certainly some people still working, and uh, and that's good to hear. So um, what are your plans as far as, you know, social distancing, self-quarantining, all those types of things?
8: Uh, yeah. I,
6: I make the inspections, so I'm dealing with people every day, but I'm talking outside of uh, the facilities and what have you and uh, keeping uh, not shaking hands and all those things and washing constantly and all those
4: Gotcha. Well, thank you for the call, Tony. I really do appreciate it. I'm glad to hear that you're still doing well. Stay safe out there and stay healthy, and uh, we appreciate uh, you being a business owner. I know it's not easy in New York State. So I, I'd you.
5: like to hear from some restaurant folks. I'd like to hear some sure. retail people who are, who are struggling out there. I want to hear your story. No
4: doubt. All right, right. 1-800-616-9236. You've got the Financial Guys. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network.
0: You're listening to The Financial Guys.
4: This is the show where money meets politics.
0: I'm your host today, Glenn Wiggler, here with Mike Lomas. It's time to talk money.
5: Do you know what he's done? The gap between the rich and the poor is going down. We've got 3.6% unemployment rates. Do you
0: know what this man is doing? The media will come out as the lapdogs, uh, you know, kissing the butt of the Democrat Party. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. All right, welcome back. You've got
4: the financial guys. Glen Wigel, Mike Lomas. If you want to join us, uh, 1-800-616-9236. We're going to go through the phones here in just a second. I uh, wanted to bring up Mike Baraza who has been joining us each and every week. Mike is with our um, the Property Casualty
5: Division, right? Sharing uh, homes and autos. Homes it's and funny because being in the business, we say property casualty, and I was talking to a relative the other day, and they said, what is property casualty? What does that mean? Insuring your homes, your auto, your car, right. your business, exactly. whatever it is. Yep. I know.
4: we also in the business. Like
5: we yep. just throw that out there like, Can't, oh, yeah, property casually. Like everyone knows. <laughs> Before we get to that, by the way, Jay Blanchard in our office is going to be doing a live Zoom meeting. You can go to financialguys.com, TFG Academy to register. If you, unfortunately, are in a position where you're laid off or you were fired because of this, um, there's certain things you can and may, may want to consider doing with your 401k plan. And so if you're in that position, I would encourage you to spend – He's not going to be forever, maybe 30 minutes, but um, it's a good, a good way to just sit at home, 3 to 3.30 or so, and really understand what's going on with your 401k plan and your options. So go to our website, thefinancialguys.com, to register under TFG Academy.
4: Mr. Spreza.
5: How are we doing?
4: How are you doing?
9: Uh, I'm not too bad, not too bad. Just getting a few things done today. Not having a bad Saturday.
4: So tell us about what's going on in the homeowners and audio. You're getting a lot of calls, I understand.
9: I am. It feels like, uh, it's just the same story each week, right? I mean, I, I had, uh, Mike Wilmoth actually referred me somebody this week and, uh, he's been with the same company 20 years, really hasn't shopped and hasn't thought too much about it. And Mike had mentioned it in the conversation he had with them. So I, I quoted him uh, Thursday this week, ended up on, on an auto home and umbrella package, saving him about $1,200 a year, doubled his auto coverage, um, a nice savings for him right now especially too because he's got a child that's going to be getting licensed very soon so you know what happens when you have a child that goes on the insurance the the rates go you know dramatically higher so he was able to save 1200 bucks and then now you know once he's ready to add that child it's not as big of an
4: impact so you um, that's a great. I mean, obviously, when you're home, now's the time to take advantage of looking at some of these things. Right. So while you're while you're home and you you've got the time to kind of pull out some of these policies, now might be a good idea to look at, uh, you know, where you're at and, and give Mike a call. Right. So, we've you know, these are the kind of opportunities to sadly make lemonade out of lemons. Right. If we have to be home and we have to be self-quarantined. There's a lot of things that I think we as as uh, you know people in general just want to put off, right? Insurance is one of those things that we like to put off. <laughs>
5: well, and, and Mike, the reason you're able to save people money is you can shop over 26 or different companies, right? So you do the shopping for them, and that's huge. I've been saying, give you 14 minutes and let you shop 26 companies, and if they're good where they are, you tell them they're good. Look at out of all these companies, you're in the right spot.
9: Yeah, I mean, every week we have the same thing. You know, we we search it out for people. Some people, you know, like the client I just mentioned, great example, saved them a lot of money. Other people, we say, hey, look, you know, you're in a good spot. Your rates are good. Your coverage is good. Stay where you are. Um, You know, it's it's something that, it's like anything, right? You you pay your cell phone bill every month. You don't really look at it. You pay your TV bill every month. You don't really look at it. But sometimes it really is worth it. Like you said, it, it takes a few minutes. I look at the policies, I gather the info, and I shop it for you. So you don't really have to do anything. Um, And it's, you know, I can't tell you how happy people are when they actually do take a look at it because they said, wow, you know, I've been paying all this premium for so long. And now, you know, I I shopped and I spent a few minutes and, and, you know, now I have a thousand dollars in my pocket. I have 500 dollars in my pocket. They seem to be very excited about that.
4: Awesome. All right. 833 Fin guys, right? Yep, that's right. Perfect. All right. Stay healthy. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. You, too. Thanks. you know, one of the other things that folks, we're going to go to the phones, back to phones in a second, uh, need to take a look at, and I, I found out about this the hard way. Fortunately, it wasn't too damaging, uh, but that's your electric bill. Yeah. So I had a little electric bill for my land, right? I've got, a, I've got power out there. Now it runs like not much, a few lights, microwave, air conditioning, you know, wall unit or whatever for the guys that sleep out of typical the Typical hunting camp. Typical <laughs> hunting camp, exactly. Yeah, typical hunting camp, right?
5: Living on roughing it with a microwave. Roughing it with a microwave and air <laughs> conditioner.
4: But my wife, you know, recently said, man, those guys have been out there a lot because the bill is like 80 some odd dollars. Like, what are they doing out there? And I, I I, called and I asked them, I'm like, guys, what are you guys doing out there? I said, we haven't been out there at all, really. We've You know, it's been winter, cold, whatever. So we called and we looked into it. We found out that it was about $11 in electricity charges and about $70 in service fees. Oh, no kidding. It was outrageous. We were actually Shocker. able to switch to a different provider, and that dropped us right back down to 11 12 13 15 bucks whatever it is. But if you don't check these things, boy, I've never seen that, but New York State, that's how it works. All right, let's go back to the phones again. Uh, 833, no, 1-800-616-9236. 833-FIN-GUYS is uh, to get a, a hold of us at the office. Monday through Friday from 9 to 5. Uh, Let's go out to Steve, who's down in Florida. Steve, you're in the construction industry, a different state, of course, down there in Florida. Tell us what's what's going on as far as construction. Are you guys still working? Are you allowed to work? What's the deal in Florida, Steve?
6: Well, actually, um, I'm down in Florida with my wife. We're working remotely um, so that we are not in our physical office in Buffalo. So we... Mm. We own a commercial roofing company in Buffalo. Um, you know, we were just getting ramped up in the month of March for our construction season, uh, and then of course all this coronavirus hit. Um, we we made a bunch of decisions to uh, to try to make our job sites safe, um, including purchasing temporal thermometers that we gave to each foreman so they could check the guys before they went on the roof each morning. Uh, we bought hand-washing stations. We made disinfecting wipes available, and we're doing toolbox talks on coronavirus. So, you know, everybody everybody was abiding by the rules. Everything was going great until yesterday at 11 a.m. when the governor decided to uh, make a broad brush stroke and put, executive order 202.6 into effect which shut down the entire construction industry
5: yeah uh, i mean is that that's something that you know uh, you're going to be able to make it through it i mean it's what's you know i think the people, there's a whole group of folks out there that are forgetting that there's people that are going to get hurt by this right
6: oh absolutely no i mean we'll make it through it um you know we're we're in all likelihood, going to take advantage of the, uh, of the loan program, um, to get, to get that money. Um, you know, that'll get us to the other side, but the question is what becomes of, you know, this current fiscal year.
5: Well, I think the the real question becomes and what business owners are looking for is when is that other side, right? And I know that we can't say it's going to be tomorrow. I know we can't say it's going to be a week from now, but we can start to project out what we think it can, right? We can start to put together goals so folks like you can know what to expect and what the game plan is.
6: My fear is that it's going to be, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of, of 90 days.
4: Right. I think that's a lot of people's fear.
6: You know, two weeks, I wouldn't even be calling you. I'd be feel like, okay, yeah, i got to do this for two weeks. That's fine. But, you know, when we're looking at, you know, 45 or 90 days and, you know, we have schedules and we have jobs that have liquidated damages associated with them. And, you know, when this is opened up again, um, you know, obviously we're going to have conversations with the various uh, public owners that we're working for, but, you um, you know, everybody's going to want their job done immediately.
5: Yeah, right. Or sharing your stories, Steve. That's awesome. I mean, I appreciate you sharing. It's not an awesome story, but I appreciate you sharing. Yeah, the story stinks, but yeah. uh, but it's I awesome. I think it's going to help to other it. business owners. I think the, we we have to remember we're all in this together, and we got to fight together for sure.
6: Yeah, it's just, it's just the uncertainty, and mm-hmm. you know, guys who are up on a roof, they're outside. It's not right. like it's right. not like a new construction project where you've got. Uh, you know, say 300 people on a job site and they're working in a vertical building in exactly. New York City.
4: Right. Or they're, or, they're, or they're remodeling a bathroom, right? With f- three people in a tight little enclosed space. I mean, that's that's the, the frustrating part to a lot of folks that we're hearing from, Steve, is that how can the, and I don't mean to beat up on liquor store owners, so please, if you're a liquor store owner, don't yell at me for this. But I mean, again, how can you say, okay, we're going to keep liquor stores open, which we know are going to be mobbed with people, but we're not going to let Steve and his work crew go up on the roof. I love your idea, by the way. Good for you for taking, doing things like toolbox talks and things <laughs> like that. I love that idea. You being proactive, right? That's, a, that's great. You know, trying to be interesting like what we're doing, you know, we're trying to be as proactive as possible, being as safe as possible, doing things the same way. We have also purchased temporal scanners for the folks that are going in and things like that. We've talked about using it if we do reopen to the public, you know, and whatnot. But um, but obviously, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a, well, apparently good enough. I think you're going to see Governor Como changes too in this week. I think you heard a little bit of that in the conference call. Mm-hmm. I think he's starting to realize that, oh, wait a minute now, you know, we, we really made some mistakes. He acknowledged as much this week, and I give him credit for that. You know, it's not often where a Governor Como or any politician for that matter is
5: willing to step up and say, hey, maybe I made a mistake here. He did. And and actually, I think it's a positive. And and I think he needs to come out, not only state, but federal. We've got to come out with some kind of a game plan to say, look, we know we're not going to be able to let everything go back at work at once, right? But let's start to layer this thing back in, right? Then here's what we're going to project and do. And I think that's really important for the business community. I think it's important for Wall Street, right? Wall Street wants direction. That's right. We know the economic numbers are awful. We know the unemployment rates are going to be awful. We know we're we're going to recession. I'll get that out, right? But- um, we're, we want to look forward. We want to look right. three, five years out. So let's put together a game plan so we know what we got coming.
4: For sure. Steve, best of luck for, to you. If you need us, uh, give us a call. We're happy to help any way we can. We can help you. We'll do some advertising for you when things come back. We'll put some ads on the radio. Sounds like you got a pretty backlog of business and pretty good. But if we can help you, you know, feel free to use us, and we'll do the best we can to help you out, okay? Yep, thanks. Appreciate thanks for the call, Steve. We appreciate it. All right, let's take a very short break, and actually, let's let's sneak in John Thur yeah. first, and then we'll take a break. I want to get to Sue and Lorraine. You guys are both restaurant owners. I really want to hear from you guys, yes. so please stick. Don't with not I promise. Don't, Don't hang, hang up. Don't hang up. Uh, but let's sneak in uh, John Thur. John Thur is part of our investment committee. He's the most senior member of our investment committee. Uh, John is, um, you know, forty years in the uh, financial industry, so. Um, you know, John, you, you were around in the Great Depression. Let's No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, totally <laughs> totally, I'm totally joking. I always tease John for being one of the oldest guys in the office. He looks oh. young, though. But you do look. You're better shape than I am, actually, buddy. So how are you? Different week in the markets. Tell us, you know, what you make of, you know, the rally and then the sell-off on Friday and, and if things maybe have changed in your mind.
8: Uh, yeah, it was a different week, and I was glad to see the rally. Um, uh, if you look back in 08 and 09, there were similar rallies. There were several of them. And then there were pullbacks. So, like I've been saying, this is going to take a while. And we've got some backing and filling here. You're going to see it's a lot of quant trading. It's a lot of the professionals uh, buying the oversold market and then turning around. And uh, as of Friday, it looked like they were trying to take some profits at the end of the week after a nice 21% rise. So, they're just playing around in here. There's no way right now, with all the uncertainty, to figure out what any company is worth. So, Mm-hmm. We've just got traders in there uh, whipping them around. That's what's going on.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about the Fed bailout? Two point two trillion they signed in. So it's going to be infused oh, into the economy.
8: Two things. Um, number one, it's not going to be enough, and I think they're going to have to do more. And I, I fear that, uh, you know, I I struggle with the whole thing when you got a country that's in so much debt, and you're going to bail. Everything is a bailout now, and everything is uh, borrowing to, to stimulate. You know, I, I've been around a long time, and I remember when that was a special thing you had to do, um, and it wasn't a normal thing, but now it's becoming a normal thing.
5: And yeah, the, it's like rinse, repeat, recycle, <laughs> right? I, yeah.
8: The markets cannot operate on their own anymore. There is no risk anymore. I mean, it's foolish, but I hate to say it. There really is not much risk anymore.
4: John, we heard this, um, I think it was this morning, it would have been yesterday, uh, de Blasio's press conference where he talked about potentially keeping New York City on lockdown for you know, another eight weeks. You know, he started talking about the end of May. If we keep economies like, the, like New York City shut down to the end of May or New York State or, or any of these states, what does our economy look like at that point?
8: Well, this is my point, Glenn. I'm glad you refined it. I only have so many words I can put out there in a short period of time, but I don't think the stimulus is gonna be enough because I don't think we're going back to work in another week. Um, If that's the plan to try to crush this thing by trying to keep people at home, um, it's not gonna be over in a week. We are entering probably the three worst weeks we're gonna see. So I anticipate at least three more weeks when you keep coming out with more, more cases and more cases, How can you go back to work? So that's why I'm saying I don't think the stimulus is going to be enough. I don't think this plan of keeping people home is going to work. It's going to cost more with a a recession than it will in saving lives. And I don't diminish lives. But I think you're probably going to have as many people, unfortunately, die as you would if if the strong people were out working, getting getting the virus, and then, you know, passing through it. and uh, and, and the people who are most vulnerable, we should protect those people, keep them at home, and keep them safe, and help them get through this.
4: Well, the good news today is that, you know, in Governor Cuomo's latest press uh, conference is um, the fact that they have a test now that potentially gets the results in five minutes, right? So if we can push these tests out there fast enough, we can figure out who is infected maybe and who isn't, then I think, you know, smartly you can start to say, okay, this sector can go back to work, this sector can go back to work. I, you know, I hate to say it, folks, and those of you that are, are blasting us on social media in Western New York, Western New York is going to take the brunt of it from an economic standpoint. Yeah. Let's keep in mind that as the rest of the country re, you know, recovered after '08, our unemployment rates have consistently been over, if not double that of the national average oftentimes throughout the last 10 years, right? We haven't seen a lot of economic growth in Western New York. Governor Cuomo has dropped billions of dollars in Western New York. We're going to talk to some restaurant owners when we come back from the break. Some of these folks might say, you know what, if i got to close down anyways, yeah, yeah, I don't want to start a new business. I'm just going to go do it in Florida or somewhere else. Somewhere that's and, more business friendly, and, and, yeah. and, again, I'm not looking to minimize. No one's trying to minimize lives. But what you're talking about with some of these people is their life's work okay right. some of these folks have worked six seven days a week their whole life leverage their house their houses house <laughs> their parents house to build their business and they have finally made it right they may be in a business like the roofer we heard from where no one's around them right they're on a well, roof
5: and, and i think here's the the, mis- the misunderstanding is that some people say well that he oh he or she they made a hundred thousand dollars last year they'll be fine yeah but but now all their income just went away, right? So does $100,000 or $10,000 a month or whatever that $8,000 a month, does that cover all the bills? Nah, probably not, right? I mean, so you may have a restaurant that's a million dollars a year to operate. You're walking away with seventy grand at the end of it, right? There's a lot of cash flow problems that are going to come up, and we need to open this thing sooner rather than later. We have to have a game plan. am not saying you recklessly open it. Got to have a game plan. No doubt. And you're not really hearing that right now. It's so. going
8: to trickle down, though, guys. When you've got a business that you're struggling to keep alive, there's things you're not going to pay. You may not pay the rent. You may not pay a mortgage. You may not you know, be able to pay utility. So it's going to trickle back to other businesses that are operating appropriately because they can or they are needed. Um, so you're going to have a ripple effect here that is going to last quite a while. And that's why I don't think there's any hurry to rush um, and with regard to making decisions on investments. I think you need to Kind of, you know, wait, see how this shakes out, see how long it takes for this virus to go through. And, you know, just be patient and don't make decisions without understanding all the risks. And when I said Mm -hmm. before they're taking the risk out of the market, I think the government is trying to control too much. And, Mm -hmm. yes, they're taking risk down a notch, but they're creating risk in other areas that we almost really can't determine. With Mm -hmm. all this debt and with central banks buying sovereign debt, I'm not even sure how to calculate – what the cost of that's going to be. I know the media costs are low income to pensions, to insurance companies who need to operate uh, with, with fixed income to, to offset their mm-hmm. claims. So uh, I know the immediate costs, but I'm talking in the, in the retirement people are hurt with savings. They're being forced to go to higher risk assets, which are, which are mm-hmm. plummeting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand those risks. What I don't understand is how is this all going to end? There is no plan for mm-hmm. stopping all this stimulus by the central banks. And that's what
4: scares me. Thank you, John. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, don't forget, folks, for those of you that uh, maybe missed this past Wednesday, we are now doing a every Thursday, not Wednesday, I'm sorry, every Thursday at 4.15, we're doing a quick 15, 20 minute market recap for the week with our investment committee, John Thur, Paul Meeks, uh, Dave Mariocker, and, and the like. So uh, if you want to sign up for that again, go to our website, thefinancialguys.com. John, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks guys. Have a good, have a good weekend. You know, the ripple effect again, is what I think we're not there yet folks. And I know that we're, it's a little bit early and the guys are, you know, I've again, I can see people yelling at us online. We're a little bit early. We don't have all the data yet, but things are starting to look better when it comes to the, the, the healthcare side of it, as far as a treatment and things like that go, you know, New York city was supposed to be crushed this week. It hasn't been. And, and we have to at some point stop with the hysteria and start to look at the actual numbers that are coming out. I know they look scary, but they're nowhere near the numbers that they originally had talked about. And they're getting better every day, as far as you know, the people that are recovering and things like that. We, so, we also
5: have to make sure we're making the message very clear that the hospitals right now are being overwhelmed with you know everybody who's scared of the virus, sure. not necessarily people that have the virus, but are scared of the virus, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been talking to healthcare professionals that say yes. We're overwhelmed, and most of these people have nothing going wrong with them, but they're scared to death, right? And they're scared, and they're and they're taking up rooms in the hospital. Mm-hmm. We've got to make the message clear. We've got to start to change that message where if you don't feel good, then you go in, right? Or you call well, the doctor first. Yes, you call the doctor first before you go into the emergency room. That's right. That's exactly right. All
4: right, we're going to take a very short break, so you want to join us here again on the air, 1-800-616-9236. If you need us again throughout the week, folks, feel free to use us as a resource, 833-FIN-GUYS. We'll come right back with your calls and questions we want to hear from. Uh, you business owners out there or folks that have lost their job to kind of see what your thoughts are as far as the closures go and uh, and kind of get your comments and your feedback. So again, 1-800-616-9236. You've got The Financial Guys. We'll be right back here on The Financial Guys Radio Network.
0: You're listening to The Financial Guys, to reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803 0930, toll free at 800 616 WBEN, and cell calls are free at Star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
4: All righty, welcome back. You've got the Financial Guys. Again, if needed throughout the week, folks, use our website as a resource, thefinancialguys.com, or you can call us at the office, 833 FinGuys. Let's go right back to the phones and welcome Sue from Williamsville, who has a comment on restaurants. Not sure if she's an owner or not, but hi, Sue. How are you?
10: Hi, fine. I'm, you're doing really well. Um, I just wanted to advise people who may be taking jobs delivering food for the local restaurants to check with their insurance carriers to be certain that they are covered in the event they get into an accident. Mm. They may need to have a separate rider to cover them. Good, I'm a great individual point. who actually works for a food delivery company, got into an accident, car was totaled, put in a claim and was denied because they needed a separate rider for that.
5: Wow. That's a good question. We should have asked uh, Mike Sparaza that in our uh, yeah. property casualty. We we will. If he's out there, I'll actually see if I that's can get a, the answer to that.
4: That's a great tip, but you're totally right. You normally have to list that company as an additional insured on your policy or it's not going to be covered for the activity during that work.
10: Mm-hmm. And a number of people now are taking those jobs because they are out of work and there's a need for them. So it's just something to consider before they yeah. that.
4: Sue, great tip. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. So those of you out there that are shifting gears and taking these types of jobs, whether it be Uber or food delivery or whatnot, uh, absolutely great point by Sue. Make sure that you call your homeowners and auto provider and make sure you add those companies as additional insured because you might not be covered. And of course, if you need Mike Sparaza, call our office, 833-FIN-GUYS. Thank you so much, Sue. We appreciate it. Let's go out to uh, Lorraine in Rochester, another restaurant comment. Lorraine, how are you? Thanks for uh, patiently waiting. We appreciate it.
10: Hi. Um... I'm an 82-year-old classical musician. I don't own a restaurant or anything, but I heard a great tip, and that is buy gift certificates where you usually eat or even if you don't because you can use them later or give them to friends.
5: Uh, That's that's a great point. And I would say, look, if you're in the fortunate position where you're getting a constant paycheck right now, you know, do your best to try to go out and help those establishments the best you can. Great idea, great idea.
4: Yeah, I like that too, for sure. Whatever we can do to help our local business folks, no doubt, uh, we want to do that for sure. Um, some of these folks, uh, you know, just uh, you know, even with takeout being open, thank you for your call, Lorraine. we appreciate it. Some of these folks, um, you know, uh, you know, that are, are are you know ordering takeout or trying to continue offering takeout. what i'm hearing again are just not getting the volume of business that they need right so everybody has gone this is where the problem it's survival
5: of the (laughs) fittest i mean it's really trying to do your best to survive
4: we are not self-quarantining effectively enough right so you know to really do this properly we have to actually stop people from flying from new york city all over the country right so if we're going to do this or delivering
5: mail Right. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, I mean, we're taking mailman right. or woman right, from house right. to house to house to right. house to house, right. Right. dropping stuff off, right?
4: There are, are certainly businesses where you're, you're not going to get together a lot of people that could easily function right now without putting people at undue risk. And, you know, again, I, I, I'll i use a dry cleaner as an example, right? I go to the same dry cleaner I've gone to for 20 years. I'm not going to mention his name. I don't want to give him any trouble. Right? He's a great guy, great company, owns multiple places. Well, actually, it looks like we're out of time at the top of the clock. Sorry. Hold we will share the story on the other side of the break along with more of your calls and questions. Thefinancialguys.com if you need us. whole another hour to go. Zoom meeting at 3. Zoom meeting at 3. We'll be right back.
0: It's time to talk money. To heed the timeless
2: advice from Teddy Roosevelt. Speak softly and carry a big stick. I promise you,
0: the president has a big stick. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
2: I got hairy legs, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. And thank you, Dr. Pepper, and thank you, Chancellor, or Dr. Paper. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap.
0: Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All right, welcome back.
4: Hour number two of the Financial Guys here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. I'm Glenn Wiggle here with Mike Lomas. Thanks for joining us today, folks. We certainly appreciate it in these uh, difficult times, not only uh, for our health community, for our first responders, but really uh, everybody who is uh, kind of, we're all in this together, right? That's the... that's the the the, the, uh, the thing about the virus, right? No matter, you know, what side you're on, you know, certainly it affects all of us. Whether you are rich or poor or Democrat or Republican, this is something that is gonna impact everybody. What we're trying to do here is is, you know, kind of get to some of the more rational, logical side of things. And I think, you know, in the last couple of weeks, and and understandably so, you've had a lot of folks that are just in panic mode. And you know, to be honest, I think that the media deserves a little bit of criticism for that. I mean, no. when you see, I, I, we two weeks ago, I opened up the uh, the show with there three weeks ago now maybe it was, with uh, a headline from Yahoo Finance: fifteen million Americans could die. Right now, fifteen million Americans could die. Right. I don't, I don't know. Right, that's irresponsible. But that seems like an yeah. awful big number, right? Yeah. In the UK, uh, five hundred thousand people were originally expected uh, to pass away. Sadly. They've changed their models, fortunately, and with the new treatments that are coming out and with the actual you know, the statistics that we have, what you're finding is that now they the as of yesterday they have revised their estimates to fifty seven hundred. Oh. Now, five is too many right. if we can present it. Of course, right? One is too many if it's your mom or dad or your or your loved one. Of course. We're not saying it isn't, but what we're saying is these numbers that came out initially of, you know, we're all going to get wiped off, you know, 80% of Americans are going to be infected all at the same time. I think we're a little bit overblown.
5: Well, and by the way, when you come out and say 15 million people are going to get this, that is what is overwhelming the healthcare system now, right? People that are paranoid about, you know, they, they've they've they got gas and they're running into Buffalo General because they feel like they've got the coronavirus. And that is what, is clogging up the hospitals right
4: now. Right. So for this hour, we want to hear from more business owners. We're going to talk about uh, with uh,
5: Paul Meeks is going to join us in a little bit. Dave Marriott is going to join us. Three o'clock, by the way, mm-hmm. right after this, if you want to go to our website, thefinancialguys.com, TFG Academy, uh, Jay Blanchard will be hosting a workshop specifically on 401k plans. If you've been laid off or fired during this mess, there's certain things that you might want to do to take advantage of with your 401k plan. And so I would encourage you to. It's all online. Go to our website, thefinancialguys.com, register at TFG Academy, and uh, Jay's going to walk you through some of the things you should be doing and looking at.
4: For sure. All right, let's go to the phones here. We're going to get to Paul Meeks uh, in just a few minutes here. Paul's on our investment committee. He's best known for being on CNBC just about every week as a tech manager. We'll get to him in just a few minutes. Before I do, though, let's go. I know a lot of people waiting, uh, waiting, waiting patiently. I'll get to you all, I promise. Let's go to Todd and Alma first. Todd, you are a, uh, a realtor and uh, wanted to talk about some of the restrictions that you have. Thanks for calling, Todd. We appreciate it. You
7: bet. Um, So we actually just got handed down an order yesterday that we cannot even have owners open their doors to let buyers go through.
5: That's So even if there's nobody home? Right. Right. So oh. how, how does that make sense? Uh, so, so you could take them to a liquor store and walk around and touch everything. <laughs> But you couldn't say the owners are not home. The doors open. Let's walk through.
7: And the the fantastic thing is, is, they just dropped it on us somewhere in the eight o'clock hour yesterday morning. So if you had people say relocating from out of town, like I did, I had to tell them, listen, don't bother coming. You know, save right. your eight hour trip. We're going to have to rearrange this.
5: So, so you. Uh, I'm but I'm you sure you guys don't work on commission, right?
7: Oh uh, no, just a hundred percent. And right. so, <laughs> yeah. So being a hundred percent commission. I get all or nothing, but the good news is, uh, depending on how slow we are, I don't see this hurting us too badly because last week I was in a multiple offer about seven days prior to that, so right before the defecation hit the whirling dervish here, we were in two multiple offers, and I'm still having people say, hey, what about this house? What about this house? Mm -hmm. Because luckily there's enough financially responsible people who are still prepped and ready and are maybe
5: renting and are still having an income. So, yeah, and, I, and I think that's where the federal and the state governments, again, need to come back to the timing of this, right? right. Put together and lay out a plan well, so we can start to have some optimism to say we are going back to work.
4: Right? Well, let's, let's, have some, let's have some logic thought, yes, though. Okay, that's look, right. we're all getting together at Tops and Wegmans. Right. Right. We're jamming in the liquor store. And yet Todd here can't take somebody or a couple through a home that might not even be occupied. Right. Right. I mean, what if the home hasn't been occupied? What if the previous family moved out four months ago? Three months ago. Three years ago. Three, right? Right. I mean, is that logical, right? Do we need to put Todd out of business right now and and put him on the sidelines because, you know, we're worried because he might see one person? I mean, again, if we're all going to go to the liquor store. Or we're all going to go to Tops or Wegmans. Right.
5: If we're seriously if, going to be, If your Amazon package is going to be dropped off right. at your front door right every day. If, if we're going to
4: get to a point where we say we must all lock ourselves in, well, then we better talk about, okay, here's your chance to stock up. We're going to shut down grocery stores. Mm-hmm. We're going to shut down everything except for vital emergency services, yep. right? That would make more sense to me. But to say, eh, we're going to keep. Uh, in fact, I'm going to read the list when yeah. we come back. We're going to shut
5: down the entire economy except the for yeah. the mailman, the liquor store. Right, right. I'll read the, the list. To you. Store. I'll read the
4: list to you as a Friday night. Right, thanks thanks, uh, for the call, Todd. Uh, thank you so much for calling, and we really do appreciate it. Thank you for sharing your story, and uh, best of luck to you. Hope you get back uh, to work soon. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Um, before we go to... Actually, let me do this. L- well, let me see if I can find it here quick. I can probably get it real fast.
5: And by the way, if you need us throughout the week, folks, use us as a resource, 833-FIN-GUYS. We have offices in Rochester, offices down in South Florida, and uh, right here in Buffalo, New York. If you are unfortunately going through a layoff, by the way, or have been fired in the, in the short term, there's things that you can do with your 401k plan that you might want to consider. So right. if you want to call our office, um, we can set up a Zoom meeting right away and get you out some homework, really start to talk about that plan. 833-FIN-GUYS, and at 3 o'clock, Jay Blanchard, right after this, is going to be uh, doing a special breakout online for those of you that are in that position. So if you've been fired, laid off, you have your 401K plan, Jay Blanchard, go to our website, thefinancialguys.com, and uh, go to the TFG Academy spot to register.
4: All right, let's take a very short break. I'll find this article over the the break here, and then we'll come back with uh, Paul Meeks as well. Paul, again, is on our investment committee, is a charter financial analyst, and um, world uh, claim the fame is uh, really uh, being the largest tech manager during the dot-com uh, bubble burst at one point managing $8 billion in, uh, in tech equity. And we'll talk to him on the other side of the break. He was on last week. He's a big part of our team. So you want to stay tuned for that.
5: One, one last thing Mike Barazza said, too, uh, if you are driving around for um, mm-hmm. you know, delivering food, you might actually need a whole new policy. So yes. it depends. Some companies will cover you. Some will not. You want to reach out to Mike in our property casualty division, insuring homes, cars, autos. He's got over 26 companies he can shop. Give him 14 minutes to save you money. 833-FIN-GUYS.
4: All right. Paul Meeks, Chartered Financial Analyst, coming up next on the Financial Guys Radio Network.
0: You're listening to the Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and sell calls are free at star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All right, welcome back. You've got the Financial Guys.
4: Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, from the Financial Guys Radio Network. And if you need us again throughout the week, folks, we do manage money for a living. We have a, uh, a, a digital workshop, I guess, a Zoom workshop directly following this show, At 3 o'clock, Jay Blanchard will be talking about walking people through kind of our homework process, you know, how to take stock and inventory of your financial life, and he'll walk you through how that works, including your 401K and how to take advantage of some of the options that you have within it and potentially options that you may have to change it. Uh, So log into that. You can go to our website at thefinancialguys.com for information. Um, You can also call us throughout the week, Monday through Friday. We're getting a lot of phone calls from folks that – Either, you know, haven't worked with an advisor before, maybe they're doing it on their own, or maybe their advisor's retired or getting out of the business uh, or just haven't heard from them or or whatever – uh, we're here for you folks, too. You can reach us at the office at 833-FIN-GUYS. You don't have to become a client to use us as a resource. We're, we're happy to answer your questions. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll do the best we can to get back to you via email if you hit our website, or we'll take your calls oftentimes right there and then, and we can answer whatever questions that you have. So use us as a resource, 833-FIN-GUYS. We're going to go to uh, our special guest for today, Paul Meeks, who's on last week with us. Paul's on our investment committee. He's a chartered financial analyst and, one of the, uh, the foremost tech experts on Wall Street, according to CNBC, which you are on about weekly. Uh, Paul, thanks for joining the show again. We appreciate it.
11: Always a pleasure. I enjoy the program.
4: So we talked to uh, John Thur in the first hour about uh, kind of the different week in the market, right? Last week was a you know, total uh, downer, right? The, the market was down substantially. The week before. We found buyers. <laughs> we found This week we found some buyers. That's a good thing. Um, does things, have things changed much this week in your eyes, or just maybe some oversold uh, buying? I think a couple of things have changed. You
12: know, obviously, it took towards the end of the week, but we did get a sign-off on what is a massive and quite aggressive uh, fiscal stimulus package. You know, $2 trillion, which is what they're going to spend, is about uh, 10% of uh, the U.S. economy. And regardless of the whole that is dug by the coronavirus between this 2 trillion which is 10% of our economy and it's more difficult to calibrate the impact but it is another big uh, bazooka shot at the virus by the federal reserve board or central bank with monetary policy uh, we have been super fast to address this with stimulus and super aggressive so if yeah. we did a diminution of the coronavirus you know we are well prepared for a V-shaped recovery on the other side, it just comes down to how do we uh, keep tabs on something that we can't control. You right? know, we're looking at a biological factor, and not an economic factor.
5: Yeah, I, you know what I am hearing is the the uh, taking advantage of the low interest rates. I've heard people say, as soon as this thing ends, I'm buying a car because they they're, now they're seeing the zero percent. As soon as this thing ends, I'm refinancing my house and my mortgage, and I'm taking advantage of that. Um, you know, you just gotta hope that these lower interest rates, you know, do start to stimulate growth and we get that V-shaped spring.
12: Yeah, I think it's, um, uh, you know, much more aggressive and much more quick than uh, what we had with the financial crisis in 8 09. And so I have to give them a lot of credit, particularly the Federal Reserve Board. They acted uh, mm-hmm. in an unprecedented fashion, not just by lowering interest rates, but by doing – all the things that they could in their monetary policy playbook. And, of course, when you go through Congress, it's always going to take uh, more time. But, you know, it took them about a week to come up with a $2 trillion um, fiscal stimulus. And so, yeah, of course, even uh, when we get uh, the other side, you can't really expect, because the economy will still be fragile, that uh, interest rates will go up in our faces. And, yeah, it will be a a great time to uh, generate a lot of uh, U.S. economic activity.
5: Good. Are are there positions that you're, uh, you know, you've been talking for a while about getting your wish list together? Are you starting to buy now? I mean, I know uh, prior to last week you were saying you were sort of getting ready. (laughs) Yeah.
12: No, I have been um, uh, more constructive on the markets, though, you know, I don't, uh, you know, espouse to be a doc of any nature. I don't know uh, what's going to really happen with the coronavirus, but a couple of companies have announced their earnings since we last spoke. And, I think that they've given a dour enough scenario for 2020 that we'll have uh, low expectations almost in any environment. And then uh, there's some other stocks that I have been playing that I think are actually beneficiaries, if any business can be a beneficiary of the coronavirus. You have things like you know the e-commerce stalwarts. I mean, look what's going on with uh, Amazon. Amazon went into the coronavirus with 800,000 employees, already about the biggest uh, company on earth and they're hiring another hundred thousand.
4: Mm-hmm. yeah huge success story it's good to see stuff like that for sure
12: and then there's other plays like zoom you know glenn you mentioned that uh, before the commercial break mm-hmm. everybody's doing their video conferencing on zoom it's a stock that i own i don't know if i own it after the coronavirus but it's really uh, been great up 50 percent during the coronavirus where the market's down 30.
5: Yeah, I, I think, and you've been uh, stressing this along with John both part of our investment committee and team, is that it's a, it's more of a stock picker's market right now, right? you got to comb through and find the good stuff out there.
12: Yeah, because if you don't have confidence, and I don't think anybody can, that uh, the market is going to have a week like last week consistently. We've seen the bottom with 100% confidence. Who really knows? Hmm. To make that kind of bet on the overall market and buy, like, say, cyclical companies of all stripes, you have to have confidence. I don't have that confidence, but I have uh, confidence enough to—I uh, don't want to say gamble—but uh, trade some of these in the meantime um, coronavirus beneficiaries. So there's a couple of themes, like e-commerce, is an obvious one.
4: Mm-hmm. Paul, I, the last question to you—you um, know—we're we're, we're hearing—you know—anywhere from Easter uh, the shutdown. I'm, I'm hearing some rumblings from. Even, even Governor Como, I think, is starting to realize that maybe we need to start opening up certain pockets of the state that are less effective. And I, I think you can actually see that this week. But I also hear people like de Blasio talk about the end of May, in the June. Um, do we have a big enough stimulus for that if we go that far?
12: You know, I think we actually have a stimulus that will take us uh, some time. It's not uh, necessarily contingent on people getting back to work uh, that quickly in the United States. I, I would tell you this. Where we have seen the pain start, which was China, right? Their first case was essentially December 1. Uh, Now they're through it. And actually, you know, we're now getting probably back to 50, 60 percent of people back working in their manufacturing facilities. But what they did to stop it was they essentially quarantined. And when I say quarantine, they did not let you out of your house, not once. So they quarantined for several weeks, if not longer than that. 500 million people which is about the population combined of U.S. and Mexico. And so they took that draconian step. I don't know, you know, with our form of government, uh, if uh, people would ever go for that. But that's kind of how they stem the tide. And if that's necessary, uh, man, you know, we might be in uh, isolation for longer if we're going to follow the Chinese model.
5: Well, at least the Chinese model, I mean, the Chinese, that economy is coming back, and it's such a big part of the global GDP, right? 16% of overall oh, yeah. of everything, it's, so that's a big deal.
12: Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, U.S. companies, particularly in my tech sector, anybody that uh, manufactures semiconductors or anything hardware-related, including you know, the smartphone in everybody's hands, that goes through a Chinese supply chain. And so, you know, today the world is uh, much more global, much more intertwined. And, yeah, when uh, something happens in China, you know, you got to root for them because um, it really does impact us, not in an indirect way but in a
0: direct way.
5: Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I appreciate you spending some time again with us, Paul. Of
4: course. Paul, have a great, uh, have a great weekend and uh, stay healthy, and uh, we'll talk to you this week, I'm sure.
12: Excellent. Thanks, guys. All right.
4: Thanks, Paul. That's Paul Meeks, Charter Financial Analyst. He is on our investment committee and a regular guest uh, uh, on the program now. He's been on uh, several times over the last uh, bunch of of months, and I'm sure he'll be on uh, for many times in the future. Paul is a regular guest on CNBC just about every single week, usually talking about tech stocks, expert on China, semiconductors, and things like that. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, Let me see who's up next here. Mm -hmm. Who's been waiting the longest? Let's go to, um, let's see. How about we go to Dolores? Dolores, I think you've been the longest. Then we'll go to, uh, after Dolores, we'll get to Tom, Tim, and John. So, Dolores, how are you?
10: Good, guys. Thank you so much for the excellent information on this. There are a number of things that I would like to see. One, I want no favoritism in government. And I would like to see President Trump get fully paid. He's working very hard as the vice president and some of the people up there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that the entire government, be it federal, um, state, local, county, whatever, must, including the uh, senators and the House of Representatives, Cut their salaries in half and quarantine them all.
4: <laughs> well, I think in some cases, when it comes to the politicians drawing salaries, I, I think it would be nice. A sign of of um, yeah, good faith. Good uh, faith, yeah. you know, for them to. I think you can actually see that in I, New York. They're not going to have any money to pay people. No. I mean, if if no. we keep it shut down for you know for two months, got yeah, no revenue coming in. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I think you'll see the governor change. You know, I think you're going to see him start uh, to soften this week. To I got to be I gotta honest. Be
5: honestly, with. Everybody's taking a pay cut here, right? So that sure, would be nice. Course. Yeah, it would yeah. be nice to say, hey, you know what? We're cutting everybody's salaries fifty percent across the board. You know why? Because a lot of people are going to zero right now.
10: We yeah. need an emergency. Um, an emergency thing done by the president of the United States. Anyone, be it Republican or Democrat, who has taken favor, be it uh, whatever his name is, head of the Senate, Schumer, any of these people who have taken fair, unfair Money-making opportunities have to repay it.
4: <laughs> well, uh, that's going to be all you, of uh, <laughs> uh, Dolores,
7: you're a sweetheart. No. That's
4: going to be all Yeah, of that's never sure. going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but I, no, I can't That'd conf- be nice, though. I can't confirm this, Dolores, but I have read that, uh, and I haven't read the whole stimulus package yet or, or relief bill, but I did read that Nancy Pelosi was trying to stick in a raise for Congress. I'm not, oh, okay. sure, I'm not sure if she was successful or not, or even if that uh, is accurate, but uh, mm-hmm. I did read that... Uh, at least in one of the headlines that came across the you know, thousands yeah. of headlines. Pay cut would be week. nice. So, pay anyway. co- the whole country's taking a pay yeah. cut. That would no, be no. nice. Dolores, good. thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Other side of the break. Thank you so much. Have a good weekend. Stay healthy. Um, we're going to talk to Brian Janick, our uh, Medicare uh, expert on the other side of the break. We're going to touch base with him. We still have Dave Marriacher coming up and then I'm going to go right through the phones on the other side of the break. Uh, Tom, Tim, and John, you'll all be up next when we come back. If you need us throughout the week, folks, again, we do manage money for a living. Give us a call at the office eight three three Fin Guys eight three three Fin Guys or you can go to our website at thefinancialguys.com, where you'll find all the information on everything we do uh, from a business standpoint as well as all of our social media links. Don't forget YouTube as well as our podcast and the three o'clock Zoom meeting coming up directly after this show. Go to our website for details. Look under TFG Academy. You can sign up there. All right, very short break. We got the Financial Guys. We'll be right back on the Financial Guys Radio Network.
0: You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930.
4: Already last uh... See about twenty six minutes or so left in today's show. If you want to join us, hop on now. One 616 9236 is the toll free line. And as promised, we will go right back to the phones. We're going to welcome Brian Janik, one of our Medicare experts in the office. Brian, you are on the air. What can I do? What, um, what can I do for <laughs> you? Tell us about. I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> Why don't on just the tell air. Us anyway. you like Why don't just tell us what you like to talk about. Why don't you <laughs> tell us what you like to talk about.
5: Tell us what movie you'd like to see. We got to get tell, that in into it. Tell us about Medicare. <laughs> tell us about group <laughs> coverage right now. You you insure a lot of businesses. A lot of businesses are scared out there, you know, not knowing how they're going to pay their bills. Obviously, one of the bills is is health insurance,
11: right? So, um, employers have have a couple of different things to worry about. Obviously, number one is um, some companies uh, are uh, reducing their workforce. Some companies are closing their doors temporarily. Um, so, one of the things that's happening is. Um, employees aren't working enough hours to meet their eligibility guidelines anymore. So as an employer, you know, you, you, have, your offer, you have your option. You can um, continue to, to, to your contribution if you're able to. Um, or there is COBRA. Um, COBRA is um, if somebody doesn't meet the eligibility anymore, you can offer the person COBRA, and then uh, the employee would pick up the, the full amount of that coverage. Um, one of our, one of my clients, uh, it's a restaurant. They uh, um, last Monday they uh, closed their, they temporarily closed their doors. Um, so we're offering Cobra to their employees, but then also we're licensed, that we're certified on the New York State of Health as well. So we can actually help people um, not only look at is Cobra an option, but is there anything through the state exchange that might be an option as well, hmm. um, and then. On top of that, employers also have to be worried about uh, New York State now is requiring, um, based on your employer size and the net annual income of the employer, uh, you may have to provide at least five days of job-protected paid sick leave to employees um, who take leave because either themselves or a minor dependent child are under a mandatory or precautionary order of quarantine or isolation due to COVID-19. So um, that's something that any employers out there that are wondering, what do I need to provide during this time? What what am I required to do? Give a, give me a call. Um, we can go through what the new state regulations are. Um, what is it that you have to do? What is it that's out there? Um, there is some coverage out there underneath the paid family leave. Um, that's, that's in addition to the New York State disability. So we can go through how does... You know, could some of this be paid for underneath paid family leave and disability? So this way here, it might be the insurance that's picking it up versus an employee, the employer picking it up. Hmm. And then for people on Medicare, people on Medicare have to remember, yes, we have the annual election period that goes from October 15th to December 7th. That's their time to choose their plan for January 1st. But after January 1st, there's 18 different special election periods where somebody can make a plan change um, throughout the year. So if somebody's needs do change and if somebody's saying, geez, because of what's going on right now, because of COVID-19, my needs have changed, my costs are going up, what can I do? You know, that's another reason. Give us a call so we can go through and see, are you eligible for one of these special enrollment periods where you might be able to change your plan? april 1st or the first of the next month so um so those are just things we want people to know about out there that perfect if you're an employer an individual a medicare person um give us a call because we're going to be able to guide you through as far as what your options are what you have to do um and and what your potential um options are you know employers i know there's a lot going on with them but uh you know give us a call and we can go through and and Determine what it is that you have to do and what you might be able to do during this difficult time.
5: Perfect. Well, thanks, Brian. Appreciate it, and you're going to help a lot of people. You've been helping a ton of people throughout this crisis, so appreciate it.
11: No problem. Thanks, awesome,
5: Rocker. Thanks, Brian. Have a good weekend. Stay healthy. 833-FINGUYS, by the way. And uh, don't forget our website, thefinancialguys.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at FINGUYS.
4: All right, let's go back to the phones. We've got uh, one more plug to make here for our 3 o'clock web demo or Zoom demo. I'm going to just welcome very quickly Jay Blanchard. He's going to tell us what he's going to talk about at uh, at 3 o'clock. So give us a quick overview of what um, our folks can expect, Jay.
13: Hey, guys. Uh, you know We were talking this week, and this is a you know, severe crisis, and our heart goes out to anybody that is directly or indirectly affected by it. But we're an essential business, and what does that mean? That means we need to bring value to the marketplace. And we are paid professionals to look for opportunity when there's a crisis. And so this is an opportunity. I don't want to say it's necessarily once in a lifetime, but it's certainly once in a very long time where you might possibly be able to roll your 401k out, you can do it. It's a non-taxable event into an IRA. And I'm going to take about 30 minutes and go over all the positives, negatives, and costs involved when you consider that.
5: Yeah. And, and, you know, as you've been saying, Jay, you know, nobody can change this, right? Now, we'd love to change this. We can't. Uh, but so what you need to do is take advantage of whatever you can, whether that's reviewing your auto and homeowners to see if you could save money, reviewing your Medicare. And if you've been laid off or fired, you might have the chance to roll your 401k plan, which could give you a bunch of different options. Not saying you do it. I'm just saying this is a a workshop, online workshop that you're going to do live at three o'clock. That'll walk people through some of the things that they may want to consider, right? And you do this before you go go back to work, right? Do what you can while you got the time to do it. You go back to work, and hopefully things improve, and we do have that V-shaped recovery, and you're back to selling goods and services or whatever you do.
13: Yep, so people want to jump on our website. Remember, it's thethefinancialguys.com, and then you'll look in the second tab to the right, so right after the Home tab, is the Academy tab, and then you just kind of page down a little bit, and there's a nice-looking couple there, and it says take control of your 401K, sign up there, and I'll be on at 3.
5: All right, awesome, Jay. You're helping out a ton of people, and you're working your butt off, and we appreciate that. Thanks, Jay.
4: Have a great weekend, and good luck at 3. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you. All right, if you want to sign up for that again, thefinancialguys.com. Click on TFG Academy. You can scroll down. You'll find the session there. You sign up. You'll get the link. Uh, log in at 3 o'clock, and Jay will take it away from there. Let's go right back to the phones. Again, if you want to join us, 1-800-616-9236. We've got a lot of folks uh, patiently waiting. We're going to roll through the phone lines as best that we can. Let's start with the top with Tom in North Tonawanda. Hi, Tom. How are you? Thanks for holding patiently. We appreciate it.
2: Oh,
3: that's fine. Um, I've, I've been listening sporadically through the week, and I hear a lot of people are making, I guess, disparaging comments on why liquor stores and convenience stores that sell beer and things of that nature are still going on. And um, probably, thankfully for them, they're not aware of the fact that people are kept in their homes now, uh, mm-hmm. their social experiences have been negated, there's no mm-hmm. sports for guys to watch or mm-hmm. women. Um, A great many people have a certain degree of dependence on alcohol, both in times of stress and, unfortunately, on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. To eliminate, like a light switch, the ability to get access to something that's going to cause you physical harm if you don't have, that certainly makes that an essential business. I, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm
4: using liquor stores as partly just to pick on. I don't mean to pick on them, and and you make a great point, and I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, as far as the dependency side of things, and of course, keeping those folks out of the hospital. Sadly, we do have that issue in this country. Uh, that's something that definitely needs to be addressed. But there's a whole bunch of businesses I can I can use as an example. I mean, well, you know, we're making these decisions on essential versus non-essential, and I can tell you that from a lot of business owners that we're hearing from. Of course, everyone thinks their business is essential. And, you know, of course, everybody also, the same business owners, by the way, are all willing to do the part to the best that they can, right? So the business owners that can close, right? We heard from a few folks that, you know what? I can close for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I can make it a month. You know, those folks are still paying their people. They're, they're closing down. They're doing the best that they can to follow the rules and, and, and you know, go along to, you know, for the, for the benefit of everybody. But there are some folks that can't, right? There are some folks like, let's take a real estate agent, right? Or the roofer we talked to, right? The roofer who's got a crew of probably three or four guys that will all be on the roof away from everybody else, you know? I'm seeing these comments online like, you got to close businesses. That's going to be a group of more than 10, you moron. Not all businesses yeah. are like that, okay? Right. And you can call me a oh. moron all you want, but a lot of businesses are are sole proprietorships or they're their mom and pop shops. You know, think about the florist, right? The florist can't just put their inventory
5: aside right. and say, "Oh, those flowers will be good in 2 weeks." Right. All that's
4: gone. That's a big loss yeah. for and, them, right? And I
5: think it comes down to really taking a step back, stopping the panic and saying, right. "Let's look, let's, let's let's use our brain for a second. Exactly. Let's think this thing through." and who can and cannot work right because we're not saying you just recklessly open up the economy right we're just saying let's take a step back and if it's okay to open the liquor store and have 75 people uh you know mm-hmm. shoulder to shoulder there then it should be okay to have one or two roofers on a roof if right. they're six feet away from each other right Exactly. if mike and glenn need to do a project and you know they've slimmed down their office to uh, the bare minimum that they possibly can mm-hmm. and somebody is 25,000 feet away from the workers it should be okay to let them in right right i mean you know i i I understand, and we are very sympathetic to the health side of this. I also understand that if we turn this thing into Venezuela, people are starving to death over there, right? right? They're starving to death over there. And the, and the cure can be worse than the problem if we don't take care of this.
4: Right, exactly. Thank you for the call, Tom. I really do appreciate it. Great points. Let's stick with the phones. Let's we'll sneak in one more before the break here. Let's go to Tim in Buffalo. Another Buffalo call here. I guess You took comments. away
5: my sabers, and now uh, oh, you sir. took away my beer.
4: <laughs> Hi, Tim. How are you? Uh, uh, Thanks for holding.
12: You guys are uh, right up there with my favorite radio shows. Honestly, got uh, everything you. you do. Appreciate it. What minds? You got it. Uh, you know, um, yeah, there's a trucker station after uh, Cincinnati on AM. It's really good, to you know, after midnight. But um, 700 AM.
5: <laughs> Which you happen to do. I <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> I mean, the truckers. Any they're, other free plugs you want to throw? <laughs> just kidding.
6: <laughs> and there's no filters.
12: It's really cool. Um, but uh, you guys, right top of the top shelf. Anyway, uh, you know, I... I um, I don't know if, uh, a lot of us are out of work, you know, and, uh, some of, and many others getting fixed incomes, guys, and, uh, would it be such a, a terrible thing if a restaurant owner, for instance, uh, brought his price down? I mean, I can't. I'm not going to pay. I'm, I'm trying to husband my money, and I'm not going to mm-hmm. pay twelve bucks for a fish fry. I well, mean, I think
5: you'll see the market try to yeah. do that, right? I, I mean, I I think you know these these restaurants are scrambling to try to figure out how they're going to pay their cost. I, you know, we uh, and uh, we've many of you know this. We've shared this a bunch of times. We years ago we we owned a few Subway restaurants. Mm-hmm. I can tell you those work on pretty thin margins, right? Mm-hmm. So oh. a lot of people think, "Wow, this this restaurant must be cleaning up. It's busy." I'm like, "Oh, it's cleaning up, all right." But you know, by the time you're done with labor cost, food cost, uh, the the taxes, especially in this state, you're working on pretty thin margins, right? I mean, food cost food is not cheap. You know, cheese is expensive. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that stuff adds up, right? So. You know, I don't. I don't think there's the margins that people think in some well, of these businesses. And
4: I think, I think Tom or Tim, I'm sorry, there's uncertainty out there, right, with a business owner. We just heard from Brian Janik, one of our healthcare folks in the office, and I wasn't even aware of this. But now we offer health insurance for our employees, so we don't have to worry about it, and we're still paying our employees, and mm-hmm. that's all fine. But I just heard from Brian that you know you're required now, according to New York State, to you know provide five days of sick pay for your employees as a part of this uh, you know a Corona uh, you know yeah. crisis that we're facing. Well. That's, you know, all of a like sudden, if five, you're a business owner, pens, fifty, right? right, all of a sudden now you've got to like worry about, wait a minute now, do I need to pay, am I paying these folks for five days? Do I have an extra week of payroll that I have to worry about? A lot of these rules have been changing day to day, which makes it difficult for a restaurant owner to say, yeah, I want to lower my prices to be able to, they don't even know what their expenses are going to be, let alone, mm. you know, when they're going to be able to reopen, you know, just yeah. so for them to be able to. To make decisions on sales, I think might be tough, but uh, but certainly I'm sure they'll try. I mean, yeah. they're a business owner, right? Yep. They know what to do to try to bring a new business, and they'll do everything they can to make it happen. Yep. Thank you for the call, Tim. We really do appreciate it. Let's um, let's actually take a, w- a very quick break. We'll come back with Mike and John the other side of the break. Could, we've could got we Dave Maracker. Think I don't know. I don't know. That's yeah. up to uh, that's up to yeah, uh, Frank. We, we since we're in multiple markets, I'm making pay ah, maybe tough. Right. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, all right. We'll get we'll get through it. We'll uh, we'll get to all the calls. I promise. Uh, we got Dave Marriacca yet to get to as well. We'll get to him also. Uh, if you want to join us, uh, eight let's see uh, eight zero three zero nine. So no, let's see one 9236 Too many numbers. Too many They're numbers. Like passwords. Now. I know, right? And if you need us throughout the week, of course eight three three Fin guys. Very short break. you have got the financial guys. going go, we'll go Michael. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. All right,
4: Financial Guys, last segment of today's show. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. If you need us throughout the week, folks, we do manage money for a living. You can reach us at the office, 833 finguys guys 833-FINGUYS or go to our website again at thefinancialguys.com. Don't forget, directly following this show at 3 o'clock, Jay Blanchard will be doing a Zoom uh, web demo uh, really going through kind of how to take stock of your investments, how to take a look at and kind of do an inventory Uh, He's going to talk about our process of investing and our homework process and, of course, your options with your 401K. Very important times. Lots of folks, that's their biggest investment, so we want to make sure that that's protected. Uh, Go go to our website, by the way, to register,
5: thefinancialguys.com. And then uh, real quickly, Paul Meeks, who is part of our investment committee and team, you heard him earlier in the show. uh, He's in this month's edition of Barron's as well. So uh, national press for a little Western New York company. Cool. We have offices down in South Florida, Rochester, and, of course, Buffalo, New York. All
4: right, let's go back to the phones and welcome. Uh, Mike in Arizona, Mike, who also has been patiently waiting. Thanks for uh, listening so far away. We appreciate it, Mike.
2: How you doing, guys? Good. Good. I'm one of the fools. I'm one of the fools boofing back to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm <laughs> leaving here on the 25th of April, hoping to find an apartment when I get back. So,
4: mm-hmm. what do you think? Well, I think Buffalo is a wonderful community. I will say that the people <laughs> why, why, in Buffalo. Why are you
5: moving back? What do you think? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I, I I think I need my head examined. I'm not going to buy a house. I'm mo- moving back. We're up in, our, up in our 70s, and we want to uh, rent an apartment. And, yeah. Uh,
4: Let me ask you, why are you coming back to New York? I mean, what's what's your thought with coming back to Buffalo? Is it cost of living? Is it family? Is it, you know, is it the people, like I mentioned, the wonderful people in Western New York?
2: It's friends and family. If friends and family. Gotcha. You know, see what people are like. They're not like New Yorkers at all. I, yeah.
4: will, I will say, you know, having grown up in Buffalo and having gone to Michigan State, and other Midwestern, you know, kind of, you know, state, right? Um, folks in the Midwest, and I would say Buffalo starts the Midwest because it's certainly not like New York City, right? Um, I think the folks from in the Midwest are the nicest people in the world. I really do. And. You know, I can't fault you for moving back to Buffalo. I mean the the, the we've built our whole our lives and career in Buffalo yeah. and, and the best part about Buffalo, as I've always said, is Buffalo is one of the most generous, caring, giving communities, uh, of the most wonderful people. Yeah. And and you don't get that in other like we have an office in South Florida, great people in South Florida too. A lot of them are not from South Florida, they're from New Jersey or, or 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 New York City or whatnot. Um, but they don't have that same, you know, I'll say midwestern kinda mm-hmm. I care about you, you know, like you've known somebody forever. So um, good luck coming back, Mike. And if you need a realtor, let us know. We'll hook you up with. Uh, yeah, is somebody. your question should you rent
5: or buy? Is that what your question is? I'm going to rent.
2: I'm going to rent. We're getting we're yeah. up there in age. I don't want to leave
5: my wife with. Yeah, that. I don't think that's such a bad idea, to be honest with you. I don't yeah. think you're going to see the price appreciation in Western New York like you would other places, right? Which is why you buy to get that equity. So, not a bad deal. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, I appreciate it, guys. All, All right. Well, you betcha. Back.
4: Good luck. Welcome back to Buffalo. Cool.
5: All right, let's hopefully, stick with the phones. Hopefully, can start moving sooner rather than later. All <laughs> yeah, right, we're going to need you. Yeah, yeah. we'll <laughs> need every penny of tax <laughs> revenue we can get. That's right.
4: Let's uh, let's go out to uh, actually. Let's can we sneak in Dave Marriott real quick? Yeah. I know. Well, no, let's, let's do John first. Yeah. John's been waiting like the entire show. Let's yep. go to John and Rochester, and then we'll get to uh, 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 Gary and and then Dave, or vice versa. John, how are you? Johnny, there. You listening on the radio? Uh that delay's way too long. Let's try again. Let's put John on hold and maybe we'll get him back up. up let's uh let's go to Gary Quick and uh, and we'll, and Clarence. Hi Gary, how are you?
7: Hi, how are you doing? Good. good. Uh, I had a I had a real nice uh telemeeting with Mike hayflick yesterday. Oh, good. Unfortunately, we ran out of time before I I asked him about um transferring a couple of IRAs and a brokerage account from one of the big guys, you know, over to your your, your company there. And okay. mm-hmm. So I I wasn't sure what the process was to get everything moved over.
5: Oh, it's gotcha. it's yeah, it's actually rather easy. I mean, we all work on what's called an ACAT system. So you'd open up a new account and a transfer form, and, and it transfers right over. It's a really quick process, and we do it all the time. So I can have Mike reach out to you for sure.
7: Yeah, so it doesn't matter whether it's IRAs or a brokerage account or whatever it might be. Same
5: process. Same process, yeah. Same process and a very quick process, and we've got it down very good. So uh, we have a whole team in place, and you'll meet folks in our office like Sue Ryan who are awesome at it. So. Yeah, and you got you got one of the best in the whole world, Mike K. Flick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I used to work with him years ago. So, oh, yeah. he's a wonderful, wonderful guy, and he will do an awesome, awesome job for you. Trust me. I'm looking forward to it. All <laughs> right,
4: thank you so much, Gary, for your business. We appreciate it. I'm sure Sue will be reaching out on Monday. All right, let's try John again in Rochester. John, how are you? I'm good. John, Doing there you are.
3: sleep at the wheel there.
4: <laughs> well, sorry, it's been an hour. My apologies. Well, but no, 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 it was all my fault. Listen, uh, I gotta say,
9: Governor Cuomo, I think has gone too far with this construction stoppage. I think, I, I think he's gone too far in general uh, on these stoppages of certain businesses. But, uh, I, I think he
5: knows that. I think now. I think he does too. I think you're going to start to see him. His yeah. his language has changed dramatically in the last two to three days. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, he's starting to realize that he's not going to get bailed out by the federal government. We're not getting that bailout, mm-hmm. and they are short. We were short before this whole mess. Right. We are short short now. Right. Yeah. But I'll tell
9: you, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of optimistic uh, on a national basis, and I'll tell you why. I think this this uh, situation. Is, way overblown, and I think this country will be back to work a lot quicker than uh, people think right now. And the, the, uh, the golden parachute in this whole thing, in my opinion, is this $2.2 trillion bailout, uh, I don't think we're going to need a $2.2 trillion because this economy is going to be humming again, and I would be surprised if they need any anywhere near
4: the 2.2 million what do you I think, think it all depends on how long we can yes. we stay shut down it's it's, right? it's gonna
5: well two things john number one it's going to depend on how long we're shut down it's also going to depend on the language of who's actually going to get that money mm-hmm. right because if we're just going to continue to extend unemployment benefits forever it's really not going to help much but if we are going to infuse capital into the business owners that are going to get hurt and temporary, like look at there's lots of good restaurants that you know they didn't do anything wrong in the business model they were just told you cannot shut down you cannot have customers come in right that's a different cycle if that money can go in and infuse in the right spots but uh, you know nobody's gonna uh, look at uh, this is a government agency that's doing this i don't care if it's federal state and you know so oh, we're yeah. all trying to be optimistic but you know we know there's going to be a lot of abuse with this
9: mm-hmm. hey
5: guys i so want you to keep up the fight and you know, i, think we're, gonna, I Thanks, think
9: we're gonna do well in the next uh, six months
4: Thanks, yep. John. I agree. I appreciate it. and I, I'm optimistic as well. I think, as, as we, Mike just mentioned, I think when you heard Governor Cuomo's uh, press conference today versus yesterday versus the day before. So what's happened in the last three days is Governor Cuomo has said, I may have made a mistake yesterday he softened it up even more and today he's talking about you know what can we do to get people back to work he's changing his language that's a positive he's recognizing that maybe he made a mistake and uh, we'll see what he does in the next two weeks my guess is he's going to start to open up and put certain people like some construction folks and things like that back to work but Mm -hmm. we'll see all right let's sneak in one more here we got dave mariocher i'm so sorry for for not uh, giving you more time day but obviously a, a crazy busy show today yeah. but uh, give us some words of wisdom to close out the show here part on the stock of our market.
5: investment committee and team david how are you sir what are you looking at i like good
2: uh we're out in kansas sue and i we got caught out here at the ranch trapping coyotes <laughs> and uh we're up at 13 of those so we're putting them on the barn door <laughs> and i want to tell everybody that uh that I believe that the stock market has acted and behaved very normal. I, and, I, and I have a sense of relief of this, the outcome of it because we were way too high. Glenn and Mike, we've been talking about this for months. John Thur and I had concurred. Uh, this is a relief to me. Uh, I don't think we're through it. Uh, Microsoft is bouncing, but I believe we'll see a little bit more lower bouncing on this uh, in the future. I, I did predict into the summer uh, we'll see this volatility continue. Hold good stocks. Uh, I want to mention certain things. Mortgage rates are the lowest they've ever been at approximately 3%. Mm -hmm. Michael Dell is one of the top insider buying on his stock. I've never seen the Federal Reserve Board more accommodative ever. Mm -hmm. I want to say hello to my grandchildren, Roman Shark Eyes, Evander Tornado, Mac, Little Whitey, and Savannah the Sweetheart. (laughs) And I want to mention the economy, the earnings, and emotion the economy is is going to sputter the earnings will suffer and emotions are running very high Stay no there. doubt I Dave, I, I got to
4: cut you off. I'm so sorry, but we are just about out of time. But I think you just nailed it right there with, with those last three points, and it was not about it. So Spot on. If you need Dave throughout the week, folks, again, use us as a resource 833 guys Dave, thank you so much for calling. We certainly appreciate it. Yeah. And thank you to everybody who participated in today's show. We appreciate your feedback as well. And, you know, stay strong, stay safe, and, uh, you know, stay healthy. If you need us, use us as a resource, thefinancialguys.com. Don't forget, we've got the Zoom meeting coming up in just a few seconds here. Yeah, and again, register.
5: Uh, If you've been laid off or fired, your 401k plan, go to our website, thefinancialguys. dot com.
4: All right, and uh, have a good weekend, everybody. Call us throughout the week if you need us. eight three three FIN guys. Stay safe, stay healthy. God bless.